and welcome. I'm Maggie Batista. I'm a business guide, storyteller, and the host of the We Are Magic podcast. I'm also a human existing through our crazy, beautiful times. We Are Magic is a podcast on peace, personal growth, and entrepreneurship. In this space, I share stories, lessons, and discoveries at the intersection of inner transformation and entrepreneurial manifestations. I'm here to help you connect to your magic, your soul work, the blend of all those things that make you unique. So you feel empowered to create work that feels truly aligning. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, how are you? How are you feeling today? What's on your heart today? I am sitting here all cozy, looking down on the river behind my home and listening to the wind. The wind is super active today and you may actually hear it during the recording of this episode. We are deep in an air moment and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I really do hope that you're doing well. Today's episode is a little bit different. I'm going to end the year with an episode that is far more casual and personal than all the 30 episodes before it. This is episode 31, and we're taking a bit of a detour to see how this feels to me and to see how this feels to you. And don't mind my voice. I feel a little like scratchiness, um, a little allergy thing coming on. So pardon me if my voice sounds a little off. I am fine. I am taking care of myself. But I didn't want to hold off on recording the episode. It felt like today was the perfect moment for it to come through, even with my scratchy voice. Okay, I'm going to take you through a bunch of different things as they came to me uh, just yesterday and today. And we're going to start with what is a podcast for? And what is this podcast for? And I've been thinking a lot about that as we end the year. I used to think that it was my job to deliver value to you to make an experience that you may find enlightening or rewarding or expanding or insert whatever adjective here. Instead of prioritizing the delivery of value or the delivery of a certain message or the delivery of something you can put to use in your work and life, my feelings about this are changing. I have a brand new belief about this that has emerged very slowly over the course of this year, over the course of the nine months I've been recording this particular podcast. 
I believe it's my job to show up, to offer whatever comes into my field, to be centered and whole enough such that the most pure content or concept or message can be delivered. And then after delivering that message, I think it's my job to get out of the way, to not concern myself with what resonates or doesn't resonate with you, to not concern myself with your experience, because your experience with my message is your business and it's not my business. And this is a new lesson to me that I'm really digging into this year. Now, certainly, I hope you come here for something, but I'm not going to ascribe too much meaning to what that may be. If you desire to tell me, you will. Otherwise, I'm going to stick to being authentic and true to me. And this is a big shift for me that I thought was important for me to share. Not because I want to set expectations and maybe that's part of it, but mostly because I think it's important to share that as example that I believe it's the job of all of us to show up, to share, to react to what comes into the field, and then to let it go, to understand that we can't control the outcome or the experience or how it's received, and we're not designed to. We try really hard to control all the things. I know in the past, I have tried really hard to control all the things. And over the course of this year and many years, I have been releasing that need to control and learning that it's not my business to control how the message is received. It's my job to show up. And I continue to show up and will continue to show up. And I'm super excited to continue to show up in 2022 with more podcast episodes. Now, I have been in the cocoon for much of this year. And we'll talk about the cocoon. But certainly from October through the end of this year, it has been all cocoon all the time. For me, the cocoon is this internal fertile space where I focus on two things, compassion and love for myself. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. And receiving, receiving lessons, receiving insight, receiving messages or programs or whatever wants to come into my field. The cocoon is a fertile space to receive. And in the cocoon, while I'm in the cocoon, I focus less on the external world or delivering programs to the external world or listening to what's happening in the external world. It's also in the cocoon where I focus less on giving and doing the giving of myself, placing myself in the external world and all the ways that takes form and the doing, whether in the physical sense of the word or in the mind, the architecting, 
the designing, the making, and the offering. The cocoon is often, though not always, a quiet or a stillness or a space with less noise and far more peace and wholeness and centering and tending to myself, taking care of my own needs and centering those needs above all else. This, this is the loving myself part. In doing so, in spending time in the quiet, in tending to myself, I show myself compassion, love, forgiveness, kindness, sweetness, peace, whatever the moment calls for. I want to say the cocoon is a space in which I get whole again, but I'm always whole. We are always whole. You are always whole. The cocoon is a space in which my discombobulated bits have time to sort themselves out and and come back together again. Sometimes I say in the cocoon, I shore myself up. I fortify myself. Allowing for this space is showing myself all kinds of love and compassion, allowing me to center my wholeness, allowing me to resource myself in whatever way feels good to this body and this soul. Now, why am I telling you about the cocoon? (laughs) I normally don't share where I am and what I'm doing. I mean, I originally set out to make this podcast about you, about all the ways we're changing business. But I found that where I am energetically is directly related to wherever the collective is, to where you are energetically. And we bring all this energy to everything we do, including business. And it's my belief that we're all one. The time of separateness is in the past. And if I'm feeling this way or that way, I can be assured that probably some of you may be feeling the same. We're increasingly highly attuned to the energy of a moment. So as we move into 2022, if it feels good to me, to my soul, I plan to share more about where I am energetically. I'm not 100% sure if it will be helpful to you, but if my soul is telling me to go here, to go into this territory, I have to honor that it may be in highest and best for all. And my intuitive mentor, Monica Kuroda, reminds me, if it's in highest and best for me, it's in highest and best for all. And I'm going to honor that. I'm going to honor that what is good for me is good for you. Now, being as far into the cocoon that I am in right now, to be at the point where I feel ready to share, say some words to you about the cocoon, I feel that means that I'm, I'm probably going to be emerging from this cocoon soon. I don't know when, I don't know how I will know that exactly, but the fact that I want to use my voice to share where I am, 
Well, to me, that's a good sign. It is a signal to me. I share that in case it is helpful to you or in case it allows you to give yourself permission to either continue to be in the cocoon or to find your way to slowly emerge from it as it feels good to you. Another signal that I know I'm emerging from the cocoon is that the messages are coming faster and faster. You see, my creative process has changed over the years. This cocoon is a place in which, well, let's see, as I tend to myself and do what feels good to my soul and body, and as I do that, messages come in the shape of insight or lessons, of course, but also in the form of programs and creative projects that my soul is marinating in and thinking about bringing to life. And the programs that are dropping in are so vibrant and bright and they're nothing like my mind thought they would be. They are even better. So I have moved away from the old paradigm of allowing my mind to form a strategy and create a program or offering that achieves a goal or meets that strategy. Instead, I allow, I get to a space where I allow so much that the offerings drop into me. They find me. And that is a new place for me to be in. And that is a beautiful, beautiful place to me because my mind has worked very hard at strategy for decades. So it's new to say, I love you mind, but let's let the soul speak now. So I share this because there is far less rushing or hustling when the next thing is meant to drop into me, it will come and I will allow it to ripen. And when it is fully ripe, I will make it and offer it to others. Simple. And if you'd like me to speak a bit more about this creative process in a future episode, you just let me know. My new creative process is fascinating to me. Well, it's fascinating to me anyway. It's changed radically since my days of being in startups, since my days of running a food business where I shipped gifts all over the country. And I love this new creative process, this new allowing and unfolding. And I'm just beginning to kind of fully embrace it. So Maybe we'll talk about it in 2022. But this ultimately gets me to a big topic that I want to talk about, and that is what it means to be a coach or a guide. Now, I have been called to coaching or guiding on and off for many years. It didn't just happen recently. I remember the days of feeling like I needed to open my calendar for coaching even when I was running a retail food business, shipping thousands of gift boxes across the country, suddenly I'd get a ping to open my calendar and I'd sign on five entrepreneurs with whom to collaborate and I'd work with them for six months and then I'd close my calendar again and go back to business as usual. Well, 
the business as usual of coaching is changing radically for me. It's not that I'm leaving this space. I am deep in it. I feel called to hold space for another's change or transformation, whether in work or life, because it's all one now. There is no separation. But, and, it's about where we work on that change or transformation. Many business coaches focus on the space of business operations or business expansion, like literally more stores, or their business's revenue growth. And that is so wonderful. How lovely that there are coaches for that. But my work is taking me deeper into the soul, deeper into the change or the transformation itself, deeper into the heart behind all we do. And when I was called to launch a program on alignment last year, the alignment course, I did my best to explain how it directly connected to entrepreneurial transformation. And it does. It is. It is all about transformation. It is all about aligning your work and your life to your values. And the upcoming programs, the ones that are coming in 2022, the ones that are like coming into me now, coming into me in the form of messages and journaling and scribbling, they're even far more centered in the heart space. I'm being called away from talking about dollars or managing employees, you know, the tangibles of daily work life. Because I'm being called into the soul, into the heart, because everything we do in work and life comes from the heart. Now, of course, I will still speak about the practicalities of daily life and daily work, because it is the reality in which we exist. But oftentimes the solutions to those challenges, they come from the soul level and not the mind. And the new world we're building, one that is less about capitalism, less about upholding the patriarchy, one that centers the collective, that centers the earth, that requires the heart above all else, period. The heart is the source for life and creation, period. And so increasingly on this podcast, you're going to hear so much more about the heart, the desires of the soul, how we hold ourselves and guide ourselves through change and transformation. And I'm no longer going to cower away from centering the heart as we expand on this planet and live a beautiful, enriched life and create things that bring us wholeness, that give us joy, that support the collective, everyone. Because what's in highest and best for me, what's in highest and best for you, is in highest and best for the collective. And lastly, I want to talk about the consequence of moving through this cocoon. As we approach the solstice, and I think this episode will come out right after the solstice, as we go through this, as I 
emerge from the cocoon. I am grieving. I am sad. I am grieving old ways of doing things, old relationships, old concepts of home, old ways of working. Because the new is settling into my cells, into my bones, and into my heart. And I wondered, are you grieving? Let's talk about it for just a moment. I was recently taking part in an 11-day cacao ceremony with Legacy Cacao's Michelle Sinai. She mentioned something so beautiful, and I hope I wrote it down correctly. She said, allow yourself to grieve. The tears carry you through to the other side. Moving through it gets it out of the body so it doesn't manifest in some undesirable way. Grieving creates space for expansion and the expansion does happen whether we see it or feel it or it may happen in far less noticeable ways but it does happen. So I want to ask you, I want to leave you with what old version of you are you releasing right now? What are you grieving in this moment? And if you feel called to right now, perhaps say it aloud or write it down. And if you'd like to share it with someone else, with me perhaps, I would be so honored to receive it. I will see you and honor this moment with you, I will honor this grief with you. I cannot heal you. Remember, nothing or no one heals us. We allow healing to move through us. And sometimes as it moves through us, it's really helpful to voice it. So feel free to send me an email, or if you'd like, send me a voice memo to maggie at wearemagic.studio and I'll reply to every message that comes through, I promise. It may take me a little bit of time, but I promise to reply. And I hope the voicing of this grief helps you as it helps me. And wow, I think that's all for this moment in time. And that's the last message before we enter 2022. And I will be back in the new year with new episodes and new energetic messages and new programs. I will certainly create space for lots of questions and answers. I have been creating space for questions and answers on Instagram recently and it's been such a fertile space, such a lovely way to commune with others, hold space for them, connect with them. And if you'd like to join me over there, you're welcome to. On Instagram, I am at Ms. M-I-Z Maggie B. M-A-G-G-I-E-B. And until we meet again or talk again, 
I wish you a peaceful and joyful end of the year, one filled with so much stillness and quiet and centeredness, and one that holds you as we enter the realm of 2022. And like I always say, I hope all of these thoughts and concepts are helpful to you. And as always, take what feels good and leave all the rest. Thank you for listening to the We Are Magic podcast, created by me and produced by Abby Circatella. You can read more about me and my online courses at wearemagic.studio. It's a space where I support embodied entrepreneurs as they make beautiful things to inspire and serve their communities. Until next time, may your peace bring you all sorts of magic today. Thank you.